Good morning again. Uh, let's look to God in prayer. Father, you, we thank you for your mercy and your favor over our church, over our lives, over even, Lord, our nation. Today, Lord, we just come to you and ask that Holy Spirit, you'll just come and take control. You'll just come and take control over this service, even as I'm sharing the word. Father, let it be what you have ordained for every one of my brothers and sisters who'll be hearing your word, Father. And Lord, even as I share this, Lord, let your spirit turn this logos into rhema for each person. That your word will meet each one of us at the very point of our needs this morning. And in all that is done and shared here, may the name of Jesus alone be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good morning again. Um, as pa Pastor Ferks mentioned, we are looking at uh, hope. This is series 02. <laughs> 02 uh, of the advanced series, la, episode 2. So, uh, I was talking to some friends yesterday evening uh, and they're football fans and they were telling me that, you know, with another win, our team will get into the top four. Just another win. Three more points. This morning, that hope that they had was so dashed because they lost by three goals. Instead of getting three points, they lost by three goals. I'm not here to gloat or laugh or make fun of what, you know, of their hopes, lah. But when it comes to hope, we all know what is, or rather who is, the hope that we are referring to when it comes to Christmas. But this is something that must continue with us throughout the year. It's not just thinking about hope, her peace, her joy or love during this season, but it is something that we want to carry through. Don't worry, I'm not wrapping up the service yet, lah. Sounds like I'm wrapping up, right? So, some months ago, I was talking to a friend, uh, you know, and, and his spouse was not doing too well, not doing too well. She was diagnosed with a terminal illness. And he did not know, or rather he does not know the Lord Jesus. And he was telling me, having lived, you know, and accomplished so many things, he said that at the end of this, when he's come up against a brick wall, he feels that there is no hope. His words were that, you know, he said, I think that we, have, we really have no hope. And even cons he was even contemplating and kind of like looking back to think, what is the point of existing? What is the point of even living when at the end of the day, having accomplished all these things, you hit this brick wall and there is no Nothing else to look forward to. That was his question to me. And sometimes as Paul says, you know, just weep with those who weep and sometimes just hear out that person instead of jumping on him with the, with the word and all that, right? So I was just hearing him out for a while. And the end of the whole thing, I told, let me pray for you, I told him. And he allowed me to. This friend I've known for many years and it was that that was the only occasion he allowed me to pray for him I just prayed for him and after that he just held my hand and he said thank you so much thank you so much um, his spouse is still around she's still battling that, that illness but I pray that he will also know the hope that we know I pray that he will also know the hope that we know many a time we are hoping we are praying we are for the lack of a better word wishing but what do we look at when it comes to hope? And what are we gearing towards even as we go to this particular season, this particular Christmas season, this last few days of 2023? What do I want us to focus on? Or what I'm trying to get you to focus on? This is a very beloved verse. Many of us know and have memorized this particular verse in so many different um, versions of the Bible. 
Jeremiah 29 and 11. Of course, it, in context, it refers to the exiles who were carried away to Babylon. And God was telling them that, you know, even after so many years, my plans for you are good. When someone very close to me passed away and I was at the hospital bed and this person had just passed off, um, someone asked me a very interesting question. He said, does Jeremiah 29, 11 apply to this person? How does Jeremiah 29, 11 you know, apply to this person who, has, who is now with the Lord? So I told that person, I said, actually, I spoke to this individual and just slightly more than 12 hours before he went to be with, be with the Lord, he told me this. He said, look, I have fought. I am tired. And I think God is going to be coming for me tomorrow. But what I can tell you is this, he said, the hope I have in Jesus cannot be extinguished and I know that he has all eternity to make it up to me I don't know why he said make it up but I, I, I think I get the expression and I get what he means another time when someone went to be the Lord I was asked this question where was your Jesus and at that time God spoke to me and told me to tell him in the best possible way which I did I told him that Jesus came and received him back into heaven and that is the hope that he had in the person whom he trusted in who's going to come for you <laughs> and today when you look at this verse let's read this together for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you says the Lord plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope when the maker of the ends of the earth tells you that his plans for you are to give you a future and a hope how awesome are those plans how awesome are those plans we cannot even come to comprehend the fullness of the magnitude of what God meant by those things. Hope, was it, it, you know, when you talk about hope, the world thinks of hope as something that they are wishing for, something that they are hoping would happen, sometimes with no basis for reason or rationale. Like my friends yesterday, the three points ended up 0-3. But they had hope because their team was on the upturn and all that. But it is still a human element. It is founded on human capacity and capabilities. No divine eternal assurance. We can hope for so many things. But what is our hope based on? Or rather, who is our hope based on? I think there's one particular definition from a dictionary that said, hope is basically founded or based on the strength of human desire to see whatever they wish or hope come to pass. I think you've heard of this particular um, phrase. I mean, ex advertising guys here, any advertising folks? Programming gun, programming, it's all called programming, right? You whack that person with the same information, the same news, the same product enough times, that product, that news becomes the number one thing in his RAS, reticular activity system. The system that decides how he operates, how he, what choices we make and so forth. Someone once said, if you believe in something hard enough, you can make the right seem wrong and the wrong seem right. And we see that today. We see that everywhere we turn. At every level, in terms of belief systems, in terms of even biological things, biological definitions and all that. 
that hope has been sowed even into people who call on the name of the Lord today so much so that at the end of all these things when they hit a brick wall they only see things in themselves and say that okay i have come to this place and i can go on no more habis wayang end of the story when man fell into sin with adam not this adam okay. <laughs> not this adam okay <laughs> you know basically some friends of mine and I were having a chat and they were saying you know when i get into heaven the first fella i'm going to go meet is adam and i'm going to give him a beating <laughs> i'm sure a lot of you would agree with them and have would have shared same the same sentiments right thing is adam fell and we are reaping the consequences in a large sense right hope seemed hope for mankind seemed to be diminished seemed to be extinguished rather and jesus came because the second adam to give us hope to give us to just reverse everything else to bring us back to where we were like a reset button today when we stand you know before god i have a friend who came and told me that you know it's really really difficult for me to do what is right in the sight of the lord the most difficult thing for me is to do what is right i know what is right but the difficulty is to do what is right and each time i fall i have this voice of accusation condemn a voice of condemnation condemning me again and again and again to the point where i feel beat up i go to church i hear the sermons i feel encouraged but i go back into this loop why does that happen so i was sitting with them and he said is it because there are too many temptations out there i said partly perhaps you've not come to that place to tell yourself that you are not going to stand on your own resolve but on the strength of god and then on a lighter note i told him look you are falling into sin when there are hordes of demons out there tempting you and the fella the chief of you know who's of the fellas who who's tempting you fell into sin when there was no one to tempt him <laughs> satan had no one to tempt him and he fell into sin think about it he was in the presence of god and he fell into sin you guys we are far better i want to encourage you to tell you that despite what the enemy is uttering today god is with you he is for you and even if you have if you have fallen know this that he is able to lift you up this morning unlike the world's definition or approach to hope which is a wish perhaps whimsical founded on the strength of human desire to see something come to pass desperately whether right things or wrong things our hope is founded on the person of Jesus. Hebrews 10:23 says this. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Can we read it together? Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word amen god is faithful he is reliable he is trustworthy chakap sarupa bikin 
Apa yang dia katakan Dia akan kotakan Amin He is a good God We stand confident On his promises So faith for the believer Is confident expectation On God's promises Amen This looks more like a dominate altar on a Friday Praise God I'm just going to ask you guys to stand up for a while I just want you to get this message into your spirits. You and I, as believers in Jesus, we have hope. Amen. No matter what you have faced before, no matter what you have done, no matter what you are doing, no matter what you will be doing, whether you failed, you succeeded, let's lay everything at the foot of the cross. The foot of Jesus this morning Okay And let this be a time Where you kind of like Just connect with God again Whatever you are facing with in your life There are There must be an area Where you are seeking to move forward There must be something That you are dealing with at the moment There must be a situation in your life That you are dealing with As long as you are alive There is something that you are dealing with I want you to bring that particular something before God today. But before that, I want you to just welcome Jesus. Welcome the Holy Spirit. Welcome the Father into that place where you are right now. Father, I just pray for myself. I pray for my brothers and sisters that this morning as we look at the hope that is in Jesus, the hope that is founded on the person of God, that is you, Father. I ask that you encourage us by your Spirit. I ask that you enable and empower us to see you above every situation stronger than every giant stronger than every mountain stronger than every challenge that we will ever face every challenge that we are facing right now Father is it a challenge to grow in intimacy with the Lord is it a relational issue is it something that you know a habit that you are trying to break this morning is it a voice of condemnation that has just put a lid over your life where you don't think you can break through? Is it a voice that is telling you this far and no further? Or is it you yourself thinking that you can go no further, thinking that you have come to the end of your road? Whether it was a parent, whether it was a, a person in authority, whether it was a peer, whoever that person may have been who has spoken something over you that has locked you up or something you did, some place that you went to that caused you to come into a stagnation, a padlock that has been placed over your life. Know this, that whatever that situation may be, God is here. God is in this place. I just want you to lift your hands to the Lord right now and just reach out to Him. Those of you who have the prayer language of the tongues, just pray in the Spirit this morning. Let's just pray in the Spirit. And allow the Holy Spirit to just move. Allow the Holy Spirit to just move across this auditorium. Let the Spirit of God just move and minister strength and minister grace shakarakaba soroboko he is the god who humbled himself for you for me the god who humbled himself for us and so let us humble ourselves before him this morning shalakasakarababa liro sobroti arakarabasakaya Kurobiyadra sahiyadaraba. 
God, if we, have, if we have made you too small in our eyes, forgive us. If we believe in the lies of the enemy that you are unable to help us, forgive us, God. Forgive us. If you have let the problems become bigger than our God, forgive us. If you have done things, thought things, or spoken things that are not in line with your word, if you have been unkind to our brothers and sisters, forgive us. If we have spoken death over our own lives, if you have consented to the enemy voices, forgive us. Thank you, church. You may be seated. And as you are seated, I want you to ask the Spirit of God to bring to your mind any verse, any passage in the Bible that speaks to your situation. We saw some this morning. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. God's thoughts towards you are thoughts of peace that give you a future and a hope. That God is for you. Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. You and I, we love God, we are called according to His purpose. The Bible says that all the promises of God are yes and amen to us who are in Christ Jesus. Paul reminds us in, in the book of Philippians for that we can do all things, all things that God has ordained for us through Christ who strengthens us. God has given us a measure of faith to function in that place we need to, to function in the authority that we need to. Take this moment just to speak that word over your situation. You are more than a conqueror through Christ who loves you. God always leads you in triumph through Jesus. Sin will have no dominion over you because you are bought and purchased by the blood of Jesus. And God, through Jesus, has paid the ransom for your sins and my sin. And because of that, there is no debt owing to the enemy. Jesus has paid everything that we owed in full. As I became at Sungai Bolo, when you were born again, you were born to win. When God sees you and I, He sees us through the lens of the blood of Jesus. He sees all of us complete in Christ. Because of Jesus, we are complete in Him. That is the message of Christmas. That is the hope that we have. I just want you to praise the Lord. I just want you to lift your hands, lift your voices, and just thank God where, even as you are seated, to thank Him for the hope that He has given us in Christ Jesus. To thank Him for His goodness. To thank Him for His faithfulness. 
Father, you are so, so good. And we thank you and we praise you because of your favor over us. We thank you for the hope that Jesus brings. We thank you for the hope. In the son that you have given us. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. This is one of my favorite quotes on hope outside the Bible. Interestingly, this is a book that Eugene Peterson wrote. A long, it's not supposed to be a long, it's supposed to be a long obedience in the same direction, right? A long obedience in the same direction. It is a quote by uh, Frederick Nietzsche. Right? So basically, Eugene Peterson says this, hope does not mean doing nothing. It is the opposite of desperate and panicky manipulations, of scurrying and worrying, and hoping is not dreaming. It is not spinning an illusion of fantasy to protect us from our boredom or our pain. It means a confident, alert expectation that God will do what He said He will do. It is imagination put in the harness of faith. It is a willingness to let God do it His way and in His time. You know, the interesting thing about Jeremiah 29 and 11 is this. We all know God has a plan for us. Yes? Amen? We all know God has a plan for us, right? But how many of us knows what that plan is? That's the tough part, right? That's why you need the long obedience in the same direction. In this season, we desperately want to connect to God at a level that we were never connected before. Nothing fancy, nothing complicated, simple, basic connection with the Lord. To connect with the Lord and to release that presence of Jesus every, in every place. That's all. Very simple. First thing, to know that we have this hope in God, a hope that is founded on the person of Jesus, a hope that cannot be extinguished. There's this particular verse in the Bible, uh, in the book of Hebrews, that says, God cannot be erased, God cannot be extinguished, God cannot be folded up. And because our hope is anchored on the Lord, it cannot be extinguished, it cannot be erased, it cannot be folded up or rolled up like a parchment. How awesome that hope is. Amen. I was actually um, speaking to Uncle David some years ago. You know, Uncle David survived cancer. He's alive now. He's, 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 where is he? He's somewhere at the back. Is he still here with us? Okay, yeah. <laughs> His body is here. <laughs> yep. You know, one of the things that, that, that we were, those of us who were praying was just this, that God, we just look to you. We don't want to ask you to do something. We just trust you that you will do what is right. Many a time, when it comes to hoping in God, it is trusting God to do things at the right time, the right way. And that seems to be a biggest, big challenge for all of us, myself included, because we want God to do things in a certain way at a certain time. And when that doesn't happen, we take our eyes off God and we run about 
in our own direction try to work things out engineer things so today we're going to pray to ask god to help us again it says rejoice and celebrate o gentiles along with his people and again praise the lord all you gentiles and let all the people's praise him again isaiah says there shall be a root of jesse he who arises to rule as king over the gentiles in him shall the gentiles hope let's read this together may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the holy spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises may the god of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the holy spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promises father this is my prayer for each one of us that god you will fill us every single one of us in this building with all joy and peace in believing to the experience of our faith that by the power of your holy spirit present in this place evident this morning we will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in your promises establish your word in each one of us god establish your word in each one of us hope can only come through the enabling empowerment of the holy spirit it is not something theoretical it is if not it becomes a whimsical wishful thinking but hope to know god to trust god to encounter him and to have god as our ultimate reality we need the power of the holy spirit we need the holy spirit's enabling empowerment without that enabling empowerment nothing will happen nothing will happen amen and so this morning i want us to come to this understanding that it is something that is god authored god ordained god enabled and god empowered nothing on our part no human engineering it's just trust and lean on trusting and leaning on god this is an interesting prayer of peter pastor folk shared this with us yesterday morning at dominate and i think it's so good something so good blessed that is gratefully praised and adored be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who according to his abundant and boundless mercy has caused us to be born again that is to be reborn from above spiritually transformed renewed and set apart for his purpose to an ever living hope and confident assurance to the resurrection of jesus christ from the dead the hope the ever living hope for which we have been set apart is through the work of Jesus and how we are going to be sustained to see the fulfillment of God's promise to see the fulfillment of what God has designed and destined us for is true the work of Jesus and through the empowering enablement of the holy spirit and so even as i invite the worship team to come up i want us to consider this what must i let go of in order to hold on to the coming of jesus as the bringer and author of hope how can i wait patiently without wavering for jesus to set all things right in my life to set all things right in my family in my community when in my church in my nation and the people for whom i am standing in the gap for the people for whom i care for even as we worship god as the worship team sarah and the team leaders 
let us just ask the holy spirit to examine our hearts this morning what a beautiful name it is what a beautiful name it is the name of jesus christ my king what a beautiful name it is Nothing comes past to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the name of Jesus. We thank you for the work of Jesus on the cross. Of Calvary on our behalf and today we invoke the covenant we have with him and we ask God that you would take the things that are in our lives the things that should not be there even as we surrender them to you as the psalmist said Lord keep our eyes from looking at worthless things remove those things that offend, remove those things that defile, those habits, those attitudes, Father. Even the works, the words, the thoughts from our lives this morning, Father. Sanctify us by your word. Sanctify us by your truth. Sanctify us by your spirit this morning. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you are in this place. You are in this place and we just bless you. We're going to do something a little bit different, slightly unplanned for. I want you to reach out to the person on your left or your right. I want you to share with him. I want you to pray over that person that they will encounter Jesus, the hope of glory that resides in you, that resides in them in a fresh new way this morning and even through the rest of this year and beyond. That Jesus will be fresh, Jesus will be new that intimacy they have with the Lord is so deep so deep something that they have never encountered before an unprecedented encounter this morning pray for that person and let that person pray for you and bless them this morning as the worship team just worships the Lord and just what a pray for them
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit that is present in this place to bring restoration, to bring renewal, to bring deliverance, to bring encouragement, to bring, Lord, enabling empowerment, Lord, into each one of our lives. Father, we maintain, Lord, our hope in you and we hold on to the assurance, Father, that what we are praying for is already accomplished in the name of Jesus. Your word says, God, that no good thing will you uphold from them that walk uprightly. And this morning, Father, we just wait upon you. We wait upon you, Father, for your definition of the good thing that you will not withhold from us. We love you, Lord. You are our rock. You are our fortress. You are our strength and our deliverer. You are, Lord, our rock in whom we take refuge. You are our shield and the horn of our salvation. You are our God. You are our hope, Father. You are our hope, Lord Jesus. And in you we trust. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We worship you and we bless you because there is no God like unto you. You know, once you have finished praying, there's one more prayer we're going to do. Is there someone, a person or a family or a group of people that God has put a burden for in your hearts this morning? There's someone that you are praying for. Someone you know that needs the hope that is in Jesus. Is there someone? Surely we all know someone who needs that hope that is in Jesus, right? Even as we stand in the gap for that person, for that family, for that group of people, Let's bring them before the throne of grace in prayer that they too will encounter the hope that we have, the hope that we have in Jesus. Let's just pray in the spirit for them and pray in the understanding to whoever you are praying for. Let's just pray for that person right now. Just keep that person in mind and just pray in the Spirit. Let the Spirit of God just guide you if you have the prayer language of tongues. If not, pray in the understanding to pray in English, Malay, Chinese, Tamil, whatever language God enables you. Father, we bring the people, Lord, that you have put in our hearts before you, the individuals, the families, the people groups, Father. We ask God that you would reveal your majesty to them. You would reveal your love to them, Father. You would reveal your peace to them, Father. You would reveal your goodness to them, Father. 
that they will encounter you too. They will encounter you as Lord and Savior of their lives. Father, we ask this morning for open doors into the lives of these people. Open doors into the lives of these families. Open doors into the lives of these people groups. Amen. Open doors for your gospel to reach them. Open doors for your sons and daughters to carry, Lord, the good news of your salvation. To carry your hope to them, your message of hope to them. We ask, Lord, for open minds that any hindrance to their minds receiving the redeeming gospel of Jesus would be removed. Every canopy of darkness over their minds will be ripped apart by the power of your Holy Spirit. Every mind-blinding spirit will be paralyzed, uprooted and cast out in the name of Jesus. So that, Father, they are able to receive your word. They are able to think with clarity and focus. To receive that unadulterated truth of the salvation, of the offer of life that you bring, that you give them through Jesus. And Father, we pray for open hearts. We pray for open hearts. That hardened hearts would be softened made pliable so that the hearts will be open to receive the offer of salvation that Jesus brings and Father once Lord we have seen them come into that knowledge of Jesus cause them also Father to have an open heaven over their lives so that they will continue to grow in you becoming conduits of your presence never falling away but staying firm on the foundation of your word and your spirit being anchored to your father on the hope that Jesus brings I want us to just final prayer focus today would be to just pray for our nation Pray that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus Amen. will walk in that hope that Jesus brings. They'll walk in the peace that Jesus brings. And they will release that hope having received it this morning. The Bible in Colossians says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in the believer is the hope of glory. The hope of seeing the goodness of God, the desire of God, the will of God manifested on earth is Jesus Christ. His ever abiding presence in the lives of each one of us. The one that assures us victory. The one who has purchased that victory for us. The one who has given us life. The one who is truth our truth, the one who is our way, the one who is our life. And as we are in this Advent season, as we go towards Christmas, let us remember that we are called and commissioned, anointed and appointed to live out the hope that Jesus brings Sometimes you and I could be the only Jesus that people meet. We are ambassadors of the Lord Jesus. And let us release that hope, share that hope with the people that we meet. Because as you do that, that hope will continue to grow and grow and grow in you. Amen. Father, we just thank you for your word this morning. The hope that we have is in you. Jehovah Jireh, the God who is our provider. Jehovah Shama, the everlasting God who remains with us, who never leaves us nor forsakes us. The God who ensures that we never walk alone, 
Jehovah met Kadesh, the Lord our sanctifier, the one who sanctifies us and receives us into Himself, the Lord who sanctifies us so that we can walk and grow and be transformed into, into the likeness of His Son Jesus. The El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Jehovah Sitkenu, the Lord our righteousness. El Elyon, the Most High God. Jehovah Yahweh, our covenant keeping Father. Father, we just pray that I pray for each one of us, those that will be lis- listening to this, even Lord, this, this altar even later, and those that are here participating with us, those that are home, online, wherever they are connecting from, Father. That right now, Lord, you will just release a fresh anointing over us. You release a fresh anointing over us, Father. You release a fresh anointing over us. An anointing to manifest Jesus. An anointing to love you, Father, and to walk in obedience to your word, fearing you and pleasing you. Being assured of the blessed hope that you bring. The Lord bless you, the Lord keep you, the Lord make his face shine upon you, the Lord be gracious to you, the Lord lift up his countenance towards you and bless you with his shalom. God bless you. Now, if any one of you needs prayer, you know, we are, Pastor Fergus is here, Pastor Thay is here, the leaders are here, we'll pray for you, anything at all. Yeah. Praise God, God bless.